2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana. The when New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey
4: app. Okay, this microphone is still droopy. I mean, what are we doing? Why does, why does it always sink? What's going on here, Dad? See this thing? I am always messing with
3: it? the microphone. I can't stand it.
5: I know.
4: Like I, A lot I, of times
5: I, I'm standing and I have this thing up this high. Yeah. Like,
4: yeah, it is what it is. I mean, this could have been a disaster. Something would have gone awry in the studio last night. Uh, we won't exactly tell, say what say No, it, what I mean, people
5: saw it on my TikTok. So we have this whole rig in here that has the cameras, the lights set up. Right. And uh, similar to BT and even when Tiki was in here, like during the breaks, you, you hit some push-ups. Uh, I have these bands that I bring to do some curls, and I'm live doing the curls, and someone's like, hey, do you ever do pull-ups while you're in there? And I'm like, I never thought of that. And I'm like, let me see if this thing can support my weight. Now, I'm 6'2", like 200 202, 203. Mm. I think I'm probably the, the weight limit. I was able to bang out like five pull ups, yeah. but then I got scared and I thought about it. I'm like, if this rig comes down, I'm fired on the spot. Oh my
4: God. Do you know how much money that there's on one, done. two, three, four, five, six, seven? Yeah, it's go home, attached. don't come back. Because then
5: oh, every man. show would have to be in the Boomer and Geo studio for like at least a week. Oh my. And the money that you'd cost, I would be yeah, insane. Go yeah, home. But, uh, so that's <laughs> a one
4: done. and done. I got you. All right. It's 104. It's BT and Sal. Brandon. Terry kind of show Keith is in uh, something on Stanton here before we get back to these calls a lot about Big Mets Day obviously with the Sanga injury a little bit of stuff on Julius Randle and uh, I do have something for Saquon that we'll get into before we bounce but see the Stanton stuff this is what makes me really excited uh, and I'm, there's a lot of reasons to be excited about the Yankee season but specific to Stanton like in years past they needed him to be healthy they needed him to do well. Uh, and if he didn't, their offense became unrecognizable. And this year, it's different because Dominguez, who's ahead of schedule, as you know, he's already throwing. So you know, let's let's say he comes back, you know, middle of the season. But to start, you got Judge in center, you've got Verdugo and left, you've got Soto and right, you got Stanton at the DH. Now, if Stanton hits, then it's good. If Stanton doesn't hit. That eventually, when Dominguez comes back, you could rotate, do a little Soto at DH. Obviously, Verdugo as well. You get judged back to right field, get him off his feet, Dominguez, and center. The difference, Keith, is that they don't need him this year.
5: They By don't design, when well, yeah. you heard Cashman speak, he basically said, finally, this is year seven. Finally, going into year seven, he said, getting hurt is a part of his game. They hadn't prepared for that the past six years. Now, year seven, they made moves to say, okay, if Judge goes down, we don't have to rely on John Carlos Stanton, and we also don't have to have this guy like, no, they. this is by design. Now, I want to see him do well. I Me think too. Cashman wants to see him do well. I think everybody in Yankee land wants to see him do well, but we're not banking on him doing well. This is an all-in season where they're not hoping that, oh, you know, how many years now? Oh, well, Judge goes down, Stanton's going to have to carry us. It never happened. That's crazy. And you know he, he's a hard guy to,
4: to to. He's a hard guy to diagnose because he's easy to like. I think he's very respected. To your point, I know his teammates love him, borderline revere him, and he's accountable. And you got to respect that. And he's been in the postseason with the Yankees. He's been
5: a lot better than Judge. Small yes, sample. Twenty twenty. Yes. And then even like I hate the Red Sox. A couple years back, he was tearing up the Red Sox. Remember the Sunday night game when he hit yeah. that ball? That was sick. Tearing up Fenway Park. Yeah, he was. You've got to love a guy that goes Barry Bonds against the Red <laughs> Sox. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, but I would do something. And we'll get back to these calls here. I don't think that Boone will do this because I don't think Boone wants to disrespect him out of the shoot. If if it's my team and it's my lineup, I'm going DJ. Well, I said this to, uh, to C-Mac yesterday. He disagrees. DJ one. Obviously, a big cashman, and uh, also uh, Stanton. Apologies, our buddy C-Mac <laughs> is uh, DJ One, Soto Two, Judge Three, Rizzo Four. I would put Glaber Five. Mm-hmm. I would go Verdugo Six, Stanton Seven, Wells Volpe to start. Yeah,
5: you saw Boone kind of alluded to that with where they could bat Glaber. He said anywhere four to six. Mm-hmm. So that's not locking in Stanton up there. No, but I could see him putting Verdugo 7 to start. Because now they have the balance. Yeah. Uh, when I did the interview with Aaron Boone at Baseline Social back at Fort Monmouth, where I'm from, you know, I asked him about the Yankees changing the lineup every day. And I'm <sighs> like, can we get a lineup that's consistent for one series? What did he say? He said, well, he said, we'd like to, but we we weren't healthy and we also didn't have the balance. Now they have the balance. The hope is that they stay healthy, and maybe we could see a consistent lineup to start the season. Mm-hmm.
4: I asked you before the shot. I don't know if you had a chance to do it because obviously working. There was a really good piece. I think it was Sherman or Heyman? I think it was Sherman, definitely in the post on Volpe. Yeah, and it talks about you know his ascension as a player, his growth, and how accountable he is. See, to me, that's that's uh, it doesn't have to start this way. But Volpe, and there's some others, but if Volpe ascends to that top spot and it's his wheels and his power, and he's got to earn it. You can't put him there with a 286 on-base percentage. But if you go, you know, him one, Soto two, judge three, it's party time.
5: Yeah, I don't want to rush the kid. No, no, I'm not saying opening day. I I said it last year, and and I I love his game. I I think he's a, a baseball kid. Like, he loves baseball. He's dedicated. But I felt like the Yankees did a disservice to that young man, asking a kid 21 years old, Opening day, yeah. come be the next Derek Jeter, and we're gonna move you around when guys get hurt. Now we're gonna ask you to hit sixth, then we're gonna ask you to lead off, and you played 22 games in the minor leagues, like or at AAA at rather. AAA, yeah, that's not enough time for a kid to come in as a rookie that you committed to not sending down, and then jerk him around in the lineup and ask him to be more like that. There was a ton of pressure on him. He handled it well. He won a Gold Glove. He, he had 20 homers mm-hmm. he had uh, you know he, i think 20 he had something a, steals yeah 20 Definitely. 20 like he had a grand slam he had walkoffs Damn. he had clutch moments he had you know he had he had that 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 it factor in him that we loved in a Derek Jeter it's there but we need the average to come up and i think the way the average comes up You keep him low in the lineup, and you keep him protected in the lineup, and you keep him in the same spot until it's like, hey, this kid is tearing the cover off the ball. you got to bring him up. Yeah, until you can't justify
4: not doing it. Yeah. So I think we all think that Volpe, you know, as a baseline floor, is is going to be good, really good. Five years from now, is he a top
5: 30 player in baseball? Yeah, because he's always been a stud. He's always been projected to be the – he's a top pick. Like – Like he's only going to keep getting better. He puts in the time and the word. This guy came in the camp. The whole reason he started off as a shortstop last year. Coming off of 2022, where we saw Oswald Peraza start at shortstop in the ALCS yep. against the team that went on to win the World Series. The only reason Volpe got the nod was because he came into camp, beat out Peraza, and IKF, who was the apple of Cashman's eye, who Cashman went and traded for and made him the shortstop. Volpe came into camp and beat them out. Spring training last year was fun because we're watching this little guy run uh, around with 77 on. Uh, He's hit home runs in spring training. He's yeah. turning heads in spring training. You had to go with them. Yep. Yep. But it was a miserable season. We didn't know we were going to go 80 to an 80. We didn't know Judge was going to run into the wall in Dodger Stadium. And uh, they asked Volpe to, to be a superstar to lead the team. And that's why I say they had no identity last year without Judge the first year as captain. Yeah. I supposed to lead the way. Mm. No Kogashi- Calhoun, no left field. Frenchie Cordero. Yeah, let's
4: be honest here, Keith. Put Derek Jeter out there without Bernie, without Tina, without Paul O'Neill, without Scottie Broches, without Charlie Hayes early, without, you know, uh, we played today, we went through that NSE. I mean, uh, what are do you doing? You're not doing Duncan. much, man. Of course, Mariano. You're not doing much at that point. You are going to probably. Now, Jeter wouldn't drown because he just had that resolve, I think, like Volpe has as well. I'm not saying he's quite like Jeter. He's different. He's got more a little different profile with the pop. But. Jeter was able to bat ninth to start and to blend in and to really kind of pursue and grow without pressure. Volpe's, the lineup last year was pathetic, dude. And the fact that he didn't die of what could have been a very painful painful public local baseball death tells me he's going to be a superstar. Yeah,
5: because he's one of us. One of us. The The bleacher creatures start chanting his name. He picks up the NY. He kisses it. We're like, oh, come on, man. man this is our best. guy.
4: Everybody's dream. No doubt. Uh, Timmy's in Northport. Let's go to uh, Tim out there. A little Met stuff.
0: Back to that. BT
4: and Sal. What's
0: up, Tim? Hey, guys. Keith, great job today. Uh, it kind of a little bit of a flashback to Tiki and BT. There you go. There you go. Same
4: demeanor. I'll Same take
0: demeanor. That. I'll,
4: I'll take that. I like Tiki. Similar. Yeah, very similar demeanors. Yeah. yeah. I see what you mean yeah. on that.
0: Absolutely. Um, I, I think the Mets... It, it, they're taking a step back, but I think they have to take a step back in order to go forward. I think they really have to establish a culture in, that, in the locker room and find out who they really are. Because, you know, you heard all the rumblings last year that they didn't have good leadership. And I think that starts in the minor leagues, and it'll start with some of these rookies who you're all expected to come up and, and actually make a name for themselves. I think this is where it starts. But I don't think it's going to be a great season for him. But it will definitely be some growing pain. And you're
4: okay with that because you've identified the objective. You have, you know, no reason not to trust Stearns based on his track record record without uh, a massive payroll in Milwaukee. Let the man get his hands dirty, get some fingerprints on the team, see what he can
0: do. Absolutely, and I I think if you look at the Yankees, that's how they've done it for the last 20 years. There is an established culture there. The Giants, there's an established culture there. The Knicks are establishing a culture. Mm -hmm. You know, Unfortunately, the X teams, they think they go out, they buy two guys, three guys, and it's going to make a culture, but so far it hasn't.
4: That's a good point. Culture is, put it this way, you know when you have it, you know when you don't, but it's hard to microwave culture. It's got to bake for a little bit. It's got to bake for a little bit. Uh, let me get Tristan and Elizabeth BT and Sal. What's going on, Tristan? What's
6: up, B T. Hey. Uh, just I'm I'm just real excited for the Jankies this year. I'm pumped, but I just both of these batting hours last year, that's the only thing that scared me. what's an acceptable batting average for the uh, for him this year?
4: I would say in the na- well, acceptable or optimal. Okay, yeah, I'm get, like, t- you know, Trist, I'm gonna give you both. Ex- acceptable for me. Would be a jump to the low two forties. Just get there. I was about to say two fifty. I think. He, yeah,
5: I think he can hit two fifty this year. Yeah,
4: he could. I'm just saying, like a baseline. Like if he's in the low two forties batting average, then the on base is gonna go from two eighty six to three thirty ish, and now it now it's tenable. Optimal this year, two sixty. But I don't think he's ready for that yet. I don't think he's ready quite for two sixty. Yeah, I,
6: yeah, I agree. We played against him in high school, and he was a beast.
4: Right. Oh, you think? <laughs> I mean, first out. round pick, dude. Yeah. First yeah, round to, pick. He's going to get there.
6: Push the kid out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's bad. I appreciate
4: it. You got it. You know what? I, Keith, I, God, where did I read it? I don't, it may have been the post, actually, now that I think about it. There was an in depth article on Volpe right when he won the job about his path with USA Baseball. Yeah. Okay. And he balled there. But he was never the guy. It was always like, all right, he's going to make the team. He's he's that caliber, but he's not our two or three or four hitter. You know, he's going to play every day, and no matter who came in and no matter who was there, mm-hmm. he was basically batting third and always playing short. And he didn't always look the part of the guy, but he's the guy.
5: He's yeah, one of those kids, plays, and I think he has that clutch gene and he that does. it factor, and it, it's it's gonna it's gonna come. And I I think about what I was doing at twenty two. No nah, okay. I didn't even graduate college until I was twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't far behind, bud.
4: 22. 22 I was tenth in bar. I was I was i I was I, I, didn't, just, I, oh I could not <laughs> handle
5: the pressure of, of going to class on time. I can't imagine having to be the Yankee shortstop, and you—you you are a Yankee fan. Your family brought you to the stadium, like your whole family. You were like you grew up knowing the Yankee culture. You, you actually lived the dream. All of us wanted to be Derek Jeter. You actually accomplished it. I—I I can't even. I can't.
4: And I've got a pretty broad um, and the ability to you conjure up crazy images. That is just—that's the impossible. It's not the impossible because it is possible. But it's it's just it's, we talk about what are we putting in the work, here? right?
5: You and I both know what it takes to even be a high school yep. success, yep. a college success. Putting in the work. This is a kid that put in the work. He's still putting in the work, and I that's know. why he's
4: getting those results. It's so awesome. It's just a beautiful thing to see. Steve is, I'm, I'm sure it's a little similar to when Lee Mazzilli came up with the Mets back in the day. You know, Lincoln High School, Brooklyn. It's those are the greatest stories. Steve's in Bronxville. Steve, what's going on, buddy?
7: How are you, DT? Hey,
4: Steve. How are you?
7: Did anyone ever tell you you
4: got a voice for radio? And what, a face for radio? I mean, is that what you, is this a diss <laughs> or a compliment? I'm not sure.
7: No, it's a voice <laughs> for
4: radio. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I'm on a radio. That's a big no. part of it. Yeah, it kind of matters. Although Mad Dog doesn't. He's got a crazy voice. But let me, let, hold on. I'll let you get your point here, Steve. At the end of the <laughs> day, voices mean nothing. It's what you say. It's the presence, the delivery, the... Voices, yeah. I, <laughs> voices. I don't know. Some
5: people have voices that people hate, and you just, you'll never win them over if they don't like your voice. But you cut through. You can right. still cut through. You can Mantle's have a voice. That's, voice. Yeah, Come on. but because he has a voice that stands out, you know it's him. And that's even what just this is delivery and the way he he mispronounces <laughs> words. Yeah, well, it's cute now, but think about when he first started. You know what I mean? It was different. It was unique. You yes. got to be yourself. That's right. Now, so, ahead, ma- so many guys want to be him. They can't. They can't be him. That's true. That is true. Steve, what do you got, buddy?
7: So timing is excellent. So Keith was talking about you know his athleticism in high school, etc. It's inspiring, you know, and you definitely want you want to keep that going. You want to tell the youth about it and let them be involved. You know, you learn a lot just from competition, right? Hundred
5: percent. You learn everything always competing, from competition. Everything. everything is a competition. Yep.
7: And you know the thing and. I, I actually BT, I gotta implore upon you here. I, I, I have to ask a favor. Good. I know you're a parent. Yep. I am not, but but I'm a proud uncle. I got a fourteen and ten year old nephew. Okay. And I've come through for them and I've taken them to whatever games I could, you know, in the past. And I gotta prevail upon you. Look, and if you need to talk to Sal to decide this, that's fine, but uh, the two boys are off from school tomorrow. Okay. If if I could take them to the studio for Game 7 of your Baseball Card World Series, I mean, they'll be quiet. They'll just sit there. They'll just watch. They won't make noise. They understand you're on the radio.
4: Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Steve, let me tell you. Um if that's oh god! I it's you know I, listen I I I am the kind of person I will I will stretch myself in directions that are so thin to do anything, especially for kids. That's not just me. That's also in terms of, that's legal stuff too. Like security. That's, yeah, security. We're live on Twitch. They yeah. can watch it
5: on Twitch. Shout oh, out to everybody yeah. on Twitch watching right now. I see you guys in the chat. Yeah. Kids love twitch.tv. They watch people play video games on there. They watch people do nothing but talk on there. That's what they're watching us do right now.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: I I, I don't know if I can come through with that one, and I
4: hate to say that only because, you know, like like many of us here, we. You
5: got to put that security kids, clearance man. in 24 hours ahead. You do. That's got to be emailed, yeah. passed through.
4: Yeah. Plus, listen, Steve, I wouldn't want to see your 14 year old and your 10 year old nephew see my buddy Sal get beaten to a bloody pulp in front of oh, the whole world. Sal here. may never recover yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got to. <laughs> let Sal maintain his dignity, because Sally thinks he's rolling in here tomorrow and winning. I got news for you, Sal. going down.
3: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your
2: With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And it takes
3: the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl forty-two champions. When
2: this happened, you talked about it on The
3: Fan.
8: They knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14.
3: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 101.9 FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan.
4: All right, the Call of the Day brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Let's get to Harlem. The Harlem is, uh, is always ready. What's up, Ann?
8: Listen, guys, I mean, I'm a Mets fan, and I know you guys are both Yankee fans, but this is the reality of the situation. This guy bought the team four years ago, and the owners handed him Sandy Alderson as a governor to keep him in check. So we had Sandy for two years, and after they won 101 games, he added Max and Verlander and ballooned the payroll to 330 million. That didn't work. So what did he do? He ate salary to get better prospects. Any Mets fan that's a realist looking at this team going into the season with Kodai Senga, if you thought that they were better than a 500 team, like you're fooling yourself. So this season for me has been about it's about Alvarez. Can Batty become a major leaguer? Can Beantos become the DH? I want to see Jet Williams by the break. I'd love to see Acuna in September. It's about plus five, man. And I think you tr- honestly, this is not going to be popular with Mets fans. You trade Alonzo. You do not sign him to this guy's going to want eight years with Boris. And if you think that Stanton fell off a cliff at thirty-four, wait till you see what's going to happen to this guy with that body type. You get a young pitcher and you make it about the future. Because the future is beautiful if you have young prospects and good young players, guys. Thank you.
4: Okay. I mean, listen, there's two sides of the coin, and and the
5: one side is that –
4: by the way, say what you said off the air. You got to
5: know because you can say Come on. Like, I don't know. How many games did you watch last year if you're calling Brett Batty, Brett Batty? His name is Brett (laughs) Batty. You don't even know the player's name. It's just a dead giveaway that you don't know what you're talking about. But Uh, go on. uh, But go on. Oh, man.
4: Yeah, you got to get the name right. I remember when he first came up, I may have stumbled on it once or twice. I'm like, is it Yeah, when you don't know him, but the guy
5: had plenty of at-bats and played in the field. We all know who he is. Dude, I
4: hope he's good. I I really do. I started off good. He did. And, well, they all raked in the minors. They all crushed it at Syracuse. I don't know why it took so long for Mauricio to get the call last year. I know that was the source of consternation for Mets fans. But, you know, Alvarez got called up, showed pop. Uh, You know, Beatty to me... I really love his swing. I do. I know. There's a good article on him. I think that was yesterday as well. About, does he really have a position? Maybe he's better off in the outfield. Listen, it doesn't matter what position he plays. Because if he doesn't
5: hit, he ain't going to be around very long. He's got to hit. He's, He's got to hit early. I love his swing. If he can connect, like that was the thing. He started off, and they're like, "This is the third baseman of the future." And he looks
4: the part too. Like right? right, six four, yeah, strapping lefty, decent speed, great he grew athletic up with body.
5: Wilson. They're showing the pictures yeah, of them yeah, playing yeah, pop yeah. winter football. We're like, perfect. These he guys gets, are going to be pillars yeah. of the Jets and the Mets for a decade.
4: <sighs> Maybe not. Nice Garrett's holding it up. I don't know if the Jets don't get rid of him, Gio Urshela signed a one-year deal. For $1.5 million, how is he not a Yankee or a Met as depth? And maybe for the Mets as the starter, if Beatty
5: stumbles? I don't get it. This 1. is a 5. guy that can play first base, second base, shortstop, third. He also has a little bit of pop. Yeah. I know he got hurt last year, but, like, I don't know. I When I saw, like, Hoff tells me and I go look it up, and I'm like, $1.5 Yeah. In baseball for a year? Mm-hmm. That's he's way more valuable than guys making a lot more than that. And probably more valuable than Stanton. <laughs> oh
4: Man, am I wrong?
5: Who's making I don't thirty-two mil? As a Yankee fan, it was Geo to God. We love Geo. Geo would come out there to his gospel music, and uh, I, I kind of hated that Brian Cashman sent him away and said, "Yeah, we appreciate Geo Urshela, but he's no Josh Donaldson." And then he put up better num- numbers than Josh Donaldson that yeah, year. Yeah,
4: he's a better fit too. He was better fit in the clubhouse. 877 337 6666. BT and Sal on the fan. Keith is here today. David is up in the Bronx. What up, Dave?
7: Hey, how you doing, BT and uh, Keith?
0: Hey.
6: Love the show. Love the show. Um, I just wanted to bring up the Mets. I know how you guys always bring up that the Yankees window with Cole and
7: uh, Judge. Right what now. are they going to do
6: with Lindor, Nemo, McNeil, and Diaz, who are all 30, what is the plan? That, that That's what I want to know with the Mets. Mm. Why would it hurt to sign Montgomery, who's going to be solid for at least another three years? Wouldn't he fit into the plan?
4: You would think so, in my opinion, yes. Yeah. Good, Keith. Yeah, you brought uh, that up early. Yeah, because yeah, that
5: was the first reaction. Like, Mon- Monty's 31. He's pitched in New York. He's a champion. Bring somebody here who just won a World Series and can tell the stories of what they did and popping bottles and drinking Budweiser's and what it was like to go to Texas, join that team, and get it done, be an ace in those situations. And I, I don't I don't think that signing Jordan Montgomery throws off any plan that David Stearns possibly has. I don't think it's going to be too much money, mm-hmm. and I don't think that he falls off a cliff in the next few years. I think he just started to come into his own. I think, like... You know, he needed what happened to him with the Yankees trading him to go somewhere else and really find himself. Now he, I mean, I saw him put on the, the uh, 52. He put on CC Sabathia's number. Yeah. Like, yeah. this guy is out there, and he can help your team. Clearly, you saw him help the Texas Rangers. I'm watching Mon- Monty pitch. I'm watching him strike out Jordan Alvarez. I'm watching him in, in the World Series, and I'm like, this is grown man Monty. He grew up. Mm-hmm. They also let him pitch differently. That, was, and that they, was the problem. And obviously, they let him. They let him throw that curveball. They yeah, let, yeah. let him do his thing a little bit.
4: But different player. Different he was picture. under. He
5: was under Larry Rothschild too long. Oh, I'll tell you, the Yankees. That's the other thing. Remember that they, whole they, fire uh, Larry saga we went through. Yeah, I mean,
4: the Yankees. Like they, they haven't even had good coaches for a while. The Yankees. <coughs> Cashman will coach him up. You know, cash was <laughs> <Cash>. a coach. <laughs> well, give, what, what is your, um, in totality, uh, and not top-heavy and not just now, let's be fair, give me uh, your scout report on Cash. Because, I mean, I, I know a little bit. I mean, C-Mac defends him to the high heavens. I said he hasn't on no. the right. Remember that 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 cut that was played every day on the morning show for a while? You a Cashman guy? No. I mean, I, I don't know how you can be I once point. was.
5: Me too. I once was. As of the last five years, no. I met Brian Cashman in 2018 or 2019, and I was pumped to meet him. But man, look at some of the trades and moves in the last few years. I said that 2022 trade deadline, other GMs would have been fired for that. Other GMs would have. He got an extension. <laughs> that literally the exact opposite. You have a extension. team. You have a team in the Yankees that's projected to win the World Series. That got to 50 wins faster than any other Yankees team in history. And you get to that deadline, and you don't go get Luis Castillo. You pivot to Frankie Montas, yeah. Lou Trevino. You trade away Jordan Montgomery for a, 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 a center fielder and a walking boot. Who's hurt. Jordan Montgomery goes on yeah. to be an ace somewhere else, win a World Series. The best move he made in that deadline was getting anything for Joey Gallo. Yeah. And Andrew Benintendi comes over here, plays one month, hit by pitch. Didn't even hit play great. Didn't play that great and w- had no interest in re signing. Just was like, you know, too I'm much out. Red Sox in his blood. Uh, who else came over? Scott F. Ross? Yep. You traded away J.P. Sears, Luis Medina, Ken Waldachuk. Those three guys, J.P. Sears started for us a few times that season. I know. And those three guys, Yankee fans have been watching and coveting for years. So, like, just what you did in that 2022 trade deadline, and then you follow it up the next year by doing nothing, most other general managers, they would have been like, "What are you doing your job? You got to go. So with Cashman, I feel like when you look at the total resume, when you look at the, the years, great. But this feeling of like he's the eternal GM, yeah. and it's been 15 years since he figured out how to get back to the World Series, and he's got on on record to, to call out the Astros, and he even this past offseason, we just a couple months ago saw him in in Arizona pointing the finger at everybody else. He had prepared statements like, "Do, do you know that we have the the second to second to last largest." Analytics department? Well, maybe that's a problem. You're the Yankees. Maybe you should have the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. But he basically was trying to tell his detractors that we don't rely on analytics that much. Yeah. And he was trying to defend his people. Well, the math ain't mathing. It's not working. Your whole thing is built on bam, 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 the 27-time World Series champions. And you're missing the postseason. We just watched you go 82-80. and 80. Not good enough. He
4: hasn't evolved. You know, I was saying this yesterday. Where there was a, a much more direct correlation back in the day. The more money you spent, the more you won. Irrefutable. Payrolls equated to wins. And then other teams learned how to do business differently. Sure. How to apply the limited finances to the farm, draft better, develop more efficiently, maybe de-emphasize certain things, and they found the different roadmap that the Yankees never found.
5: He just never adjusted. Well, he wanted to be the Tampa Bay Rays. He also wanted to send Joe Girardi packing. He also wanted to um, pitch Davey Garcia For one inning and then go to J-Hap out of the bullpen that never happened. Like, there was just so many janky-ass moves. Josh Donaldson had no business being on this team. Nobody else is making that move for Wash Donaldson. Mm -hmm. After he called out your ace, after he literally was the first guy to say, well, you know, Garrett Cole's spin rate, the whole sticky stuff thing happened. I remember. what are you doing?
4: He didn't read the room, man. He just didn't. Brock's Huntington. What's going on, Brock? How are you?
9: Oh, gentlemen, I'm doing great, man. I actually, you mentioned somebody that I wanted to, you know, that leads to my point. You just mentioned uh, Joey Gallo, so I just wanted to ask you guys kind of some thoughts here. As a Yankee fan, you know, we're excited New Year. We're talking about, you know, expectations, and I know you mentioned with Carlos Stanton, you know, you're hoping for good things. And I mean, if ever there's a year where he's going to be in the Catbird seat, I mean, he's going to be sitting behind Judge and Soto, right? So, I mean, all eyes are going to be there. He's going to have a lot of opportunity. I know one thing about Yankee fans, they could be knowledgeable, but one thing they could be is pretty mean. And I think we've seen with like Gallo, with Hicks, when it's not going right, they Mm -hmm. want to kind of put that on somebody and they affect you not only on the field, but it looks like it leads over into people's personal lives. I always seen Big G as a big dude, but he seems like he could be sensitive. If it doesn't go well for him, I could see that kind of ire going towards him early. I hope he's ready. I know he's leaner. But, I mean, what do you guys think, you know, that, that, that nastiness that Yankee fans I have?
5: Can, I can, can speak like to directly to it. Last year I think I only went to like 25 games, but, you know, historically I've been at 40 games, and there's always a whipping boy. Somebody always has to be the boo-birds guy that they're going to boo, guys that don't know anything about baseball, right? There's got to be the Joey Gallo, the uh, Josh Donaldson, Hicks. and Aaron Hicks. Like, there's got to be a guy that they boo. And John Carlos Stanton will be that guy if he struggles. He's been that guy and he's handled it well. But now that we've got the shiny new Juan Soto and everybody loves Judge, like people are going to be ready to show up and boo John Carlos Stanton in year seven as a Yankee. They
4: will, but I I think the difference is this is what I was saying before why I think if you get anything from Stanton, it's kind of gravy, it's kind of house money because the fans, the fangs will be out, the boos will be loud. Uh, and he is a stand-up guy, but he's making a lot of money. He's been hurt a lot, hasn't produced enough, and we all get the game here in New York. It is what it is. But you don't need him, so we can
5: hide. The, you can the shield Yankees them. can
4: protect him. You can shield similar a to bit. how
5: on Opening Day last year they put Oswaldo Cabrera in left field to protect yeah, Aaron Hicks from, from Hicks. the Opening Day ah. booze. He ruined <laughs> yeah. Derek Jeter Day. Yankee fans will never get over it. Myself included. Uh-huh. That was
4: uh, there's no limits, man. I mean, who hasn't been booed? I, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that.
5: Judge got booed during the 62 season. I know. <laughs> on opening day, too, with the contract details. We were there. <laughs> yes, I was, was in there. the bleachers. We were there. Fans were in 103 telling them, you should have signed the contract. Yeah. You should have signed the contract. That wasn't like this vociferous like overtaking. Just of like system. trash-talking it, your it own audible. guy from the judges' chambers. You
4: could hear <laughs> that they were boos like people. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, who hasn't gone? But Patrick Ewing night, they threw posters of Patrick Ewing at
5: Patrick Ewing. It's New York. Yeah. If I can...
3: Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan Eli Manning and Philip Rivers When New York sports happens, talk about it here The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app All right, BT
4: and Sal back here on the fan shows flying by, which is a good sign. Keith has been in for Sal. Sal's back tomorrow. Got Evan Tiki coming up next. Let's keep banging out the calls 877 337 6666. Let me at least throw, as we bounce from the Met stuff, which has been the meat of the show with the Sanga news to start and uh, several different versions of Met conversation, mostly disappointment, some understanding the process and what the rebuild is about. But certainly frustration. Uh, I get it. The um, little stuff with Randall and Giancarlo Stanton, but also, you know, the Saquon Barkley stuff. Ah, man. You know, you, you just wish, you just wish that life would be easy, and it's not. Like anything, any part of your brain that is pragmatically connected tells you, of course, Saquon Barkley should be a giant dude. He's a stand up guy, he's a great player. And he's a dynamic player that, when he's right, the Giants are better. That's you know that's that's the that's the pragmatism with the with the emotional aspect. When you get into the finances, almost the exact opposite. It's almost impossible to justify keeping Saquon Barkley. It's a tough call for the Giants. Jim Harbaugh
5: is on my screen right now, and. Uh... <laughs> I, I want to see him with the Chargers. I know it probably won't happen with their uh, payroll, but I'd like to see him with the Texans. I'd like to see Saquon Barkley sign with a team that's going to win. What about with Dallas, your team? Uh, they're they're going to win in the regular season and then be a first-round exit? Yeah. I, I'd like to see... Well, maybe see... he gets you to round two. <laughs> you get to the Super Bowl. We know that's I, I think there's, there's too much G-men in his blood to actually go all the way heel and sign with Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. I'd like to see him... Join a team with a young quarterback like C.J. Stroud or yeah. Justin Herbert and be able to help those quarterbacks and win games and get the most out of the second half of his career. He's He, he doesn't have that much tread on his tires. He, he hasn't taken that many hits, but he's not the same explosive back it, he was the first you know three, four years. He had the ACL. He had He had ankles, ankles multiple yeah, years. Sure. I just think that if he gets with the right team, the right offense, the right quarterback— uh, he can be more useful than he can be with uh, the Giants. I think this new regime, Shane and Dable, they they didn't draft him, and they got to move on from him. There's just other needs on the team that they can address versus paying a running back in an NFL where they tell you uh, you don't have to pay the running back. You know what I want to see for
4: Saquon, and it, it's it's a large it's a large macro reaction. I want to see Saquon Barkley be happy. I really mean that. Like I want to see Saquon Barkley find the respect that. Not that the Giants have disrespected him like intentionally at all, but they've gone out of the way out of the way not to do that. But the way the contracts have gone, the way that the emphasis of the running back, it's there, there's an element of disrespect that's unfair. But we all understand why, because the running back position is not um, it's not stressed the way it once was. I want that guy who's done everything right, who is a great ambassador for the franchise and a local kid. I want him to feel the respect, no matter where it is.
5: Yeah, and and I know he has been so vocal about wanting to be a giant, and he understands it's New York, and you know this is where he's from. His dad's a Jets fan. That's he, amazing. He wants. I'll to take stay. him on the Jets. Come on over. No, you got Brees. And well, you, I'll take two of them. You need to get an offensive line. To block. Oh, I know Greece. what we need. Trust me. If Locked. there's anybody that knows what the Jets <laughs> need,
4: to, but I'm getting greedy. I'll take Brees. Sense. I want to see
5: Saquon win. I want to see Saquon go somewhere where they pay him and he can yeah. win and he can get into the playoffs. He, he himself was tweeting, "Man, playoff football. Gotta get back. Like, I know, I you're know. not going to get back with the Giants. Not enough uh, in the next like five years of your career. Five years. He's 27. No, I understand that.
4: You don't think the Giants could be good in five years? Come I- on, dude. Maybe five? they can
5: be good in the next through the next five years, but how many playoff appearances in the next five years? Depends Who's the how,
4: quarterback. It depends Daniel how Jones. Sh- well, no, 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 no. Tommy no. Cutlitz? No. It de- no no. It depends how truly Michael Penny sh- Jr. Yeah, maybe I like him <laughs> in Indiana. I like him at Washington. It depends how truly they draft. Really, the answer to and we won't know this now, but it depends how good Joe Shane is at his job. If Joe is really good, I, I love five years.
5: the NFL. Scouting Combine. I love that we can get live look-ins now on Pro Days through these college Do You channels. watch that
4: stuff as a former player? You watch that?
5: Hell yeah. Because I, I went to the Penn State Combine. Yeah. I went to the Northeast Combine. What would you run the 40 in? What was your best time? 4-5-6. Okay. Penn That's State. a quarterback. You can nice. Google it. Yeah, I it's, believe it's you, dude.
4: Do. I don't think you're going to lie. I believe you. I wouldn't say it on the air. same guy, and I hope not. 4-5-6. Yeah, see, I'm... Laser. I'm old enough, not that I would. I can lie about stuff. You're because I'm fifty. So anything that no, I did back in the day can is go to Rivals.com yeah, no, and know, look up
5: my forty time. I, I'm getting old now. It's been a couple decades, but uh yeah, I, four, I, five,
4: six as a quarterback. It's nice. Yeah, and I
5: was in a group with Myron Roll, Lashawn McCoy, Joe Hayden. Uh they had everybody at like Penn State had a Nike combine that had the best kids in the Northeast, and those guys are all my year. My boy Louis. shout out to Louie and the Iliadis family out in Ocean, Louie ended up going to We Are. He ended up going to Penn State. What position? Offensive tackle. Okay. Monster. We'll wow, just throw I'm kids sure. in high school. Okay. We'll just plow kids over. Man,
4: Jackson Howell, New Jersey. What's going on, Jack? How are you? Hey, guys.
9: How are you? Okay,
1: okay. good. Um, What's going first, on? First first of all, two things. I, You know, with, with the Mets and Cody Senga, uh, the problem is that the Mets are basically have become the Boston Red Sox. Somebody has put a curse on the on the Mets, and no matter what they do, doesn't matter who owns them, it seems that it, there, there are things that go wrong, right? It's it, it's unfortunate because
4: that's also uh, untrue, I, Jack. You, it's also untrue. There's no curse. You don't really believe in this, do you? Please tell me you don't.
1: I don't know. I, you don't. I, I I've been so disappointed in the Mets, especially at the trade deadline last year. Even though I know he's forty years old, you know. Justin Verlander, we're paying half of Justin Verlander's salary to get the Gastos. That's, that's a little crazy. Keith, you, you, I had the great pleasure of speaking to you about a month ago about the Bills and the Red Sox, and you got caught up in something and came back to watch after the commercial. You were a class act. You, you're amazing. My next point is Thank about you. the Yankees, right? Yankee, Yankee history, and I've been a Yankee fan since 1974. I'm 62 years old, so I've seen almost everything. The bottom line with the Yankees is if you have a quality left-handed pitcher in your rotation, which is what Rodon should have been last year, unfortunately got hurt, Yeah, you're going to do very, very well. So I think I personally would re-sign Jordan because I think he knows... The
9: for York the
4: Yankees? He jumped, he jumped to yeah, the, Yankees, yeah. the Yankees. That's not happening. It's not happening, yeah, Jack. No, Monty's not coming Little back. That should have
8: sailed.
4: Yeah, it's over. I think that... Um... What was said about him? <laughs> Cashman discarded him. He's not that. Well, Cashman really does there's some tire tracks on some backs. I mean, think about what he Stanton's
5: always heard. Montgomery's not a playoff pitcher. You know, I mean, come on. I said this about Cash, and I know I'm gonna run into Cash either at spring training or in the media area or something. It is what it is. My three favorite Yankees, Bernie Williams, when I was a really little kid, I dressed up as him back to back Halloween, second and third grade. I think I've seen that picture on Instagram. Derek, Derek Jeter. I've seen and now, Judge, yeah. he disrespected all three of those guys with their <laughs> that's contract
4: negotiations. Sh- that's right, How do you disrespect the beloved guy? I don't know. Maybe you got to take it up with cash. You get a little like, serious. Bro, you I mean, disrespect the guys that I like, that, that like <laughs> made my fandom. Yeah, that's every one of them. Birdie almost went to the Red Sox. Jeter you know, couldn't stand him. I'm sure deep down, Jeter didn't forget anything. He you probably still do not like him. And Judge, by saying on yeah. opening day,
5: oh, here's what Aaron Judge turned down. You guys are at the Hard Rock. I'm wow. driving up yes. to the stadium and I, I'll never forget hearing Marley Rivera. And I'm like, why the are oh, they interviewing Judge right now. Uh-huh. And they put the numbers out there. I'm like, why would you do this on opening day?
4: Tried to put them on blast to put pressure, and it didn't work.
5: That tactic doesn't
4: work. No. Don't do that to the guys we love. And even if you don't love them, you cost your team 70 million dollars.
5: Bad move. Jokes I guess. on you. Bumbled yeah, yeah. the bag. Yep. That's true. <laughs> judge had the last laugh.
4: Yes, he did. Let me get uh how about Ken in Portland? I remember Kenny, big Mets guy out there. What's up, Ken? BT and Sal with Keith. Who? How are you?
1: BT, Keith. Glad you guys are on at the same time. You're my connection to New York, right? I yep. go up there listening to you guys is like talking to my uh, friends at home when I'm back in New York. That's right? what it's so supposed to be. So yeah, to that's, how, to it all, that's how it should sound. That's how it should feel. Nice. Here's my question You guys want the Mets to get rid of Pete Alonzo, which. No, 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 that no, no, my no, no, that's, no, no, Not no, me, no, 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 that.
4: no uh, I am I am of the belief that there's a better way to build a championship team without Pete but that's different from saying I want the Mets to get rid of Pete not quite Perfect. the same beat that's
1: what I want to press you on
4: okay what's the plan
1: what is the plan because I cannot listen you guys beat that drum. Without telling me what is the plan to make up the production. I told you my plan.
4: Listen, I I can't tell you what their plan is. I'll tell you what my plan is, Ken. I've said this, okay? I've said this a lot that what I would do is, well, first of all, half a step back. No one's saying get rid of Pete and then find the next guy who's going to hit 46 home runs. That doesn't happen. But I just think you can get more athletic. Why
1: get rid of him? That's what
4: I'm saying. Because Let's you can them. get more athletic and more dynamic at the other positions with the money that you who? could get Pete. Who Who are you bringing in, PC? Oh, That's I... what I want to know. Listen, we could start I, with Juan can... Soto next season.
5: Listen, I've been around Pete Alonso at the All-Star Games. Last night I was talking about how he had the uh, – party with with J-Rod, with Julio Rodriguez at the T-Mobile area out there in in Seattle and how he lobbies for other players to come to New York and join the Mets. And when they interview him, he talks about how great it is to be a Met and be in the city. And I'm just like, this guy has watched everybody else get rich around him. He's watched guys come in, get rich, and leave. I feel like he should have his payday, but David Stearns doesn't care about any of that. There are not many Pete Alonzos that exist in Major League Baseball. I'm talking about a guy that's going to show up and mash – have two home run games, have weeks where he hits five home runs. Like, they're just not guys like that. They don't grow on trees. I think that with the universal DH that the Mets can't seem to figure out, Pete could transition to being your DH when he gets up there in age. But I just think that Stearns values defense. Stearns is painting this team in his own image, and Pete Alonzo is the old image of the Mets.
4: Yeah, I agree. And Pete's gone from uh, a really horrendous first baseman to – To pretty, pretty decent. Like he, he has put work in. He is a competent first baseman, and never going to be Key, never going to be Donnie, never going to be Tashera, who was a good righty first baseman defensively. Even Tino, amazing. But you know, he he does things. This is why you almost have to think that the Mets have, at least on some level, inwardly already decided that there's a future without Pete because there's nothing that he does wrong. He's a great Met. He's a great guy. He's productive. He plays every day, which means he's healthy. And he's low maintenance. He's never in trouble. Yet, he's the only guy out there getting disrespected.
5: And he didn't divorce his wife. I don't know why somebody called up to say that today. That was a weird one. I don't know why that came up.
4: Uh, Jesse's in Parsippany, New Jersey. Probably the final one of the day. Jess, what's going on, dude? How are you?
6: I'm doing well, B.T., always been a fan of your work. Thank you very much. You're one of my favorites as well, so it's great to get to talk to both of you at once. Thank you. Um, I had to just do a little uh, contact, you guys, because i got to put perspective on some of my Mets fans, uh, friends, and brethren out there. Um, There's this overarching need to be irrational, to rationalize their irrational expectations, because they aren't built on reality. Now, follow me here for a second. We, we make the move. We get Lindor, the big contract, everything. It's like, all right, this guy's the figurehead for the new regime. Then we make some moves, 100-win season. Let's build on that. Let's grab some names. And then they take that, and they add it to the money that Steve Cohen has. And in their minds, they say, boom, this expectation equals what I believe the Mets should do. But we, here we are in 2024, and those Band-Aid moves prove – that what our biggest problem is as an organization is, is from top to bottom, we are not sustainably built to develop players and to maintain any winning culture. Mm -hmm. And we got to be able to understand that to do that, there are sacrifices that have to come. And I think we should have learned from the first few seasons of the Cohen tenure that those band-aids were not going to work. Uh, we got lucky, and and we had a great hundred win season, but it wasn't things that were replicable that you could do from year to year. Jess, I gotta and- let
4: you, I, I gotta let you go, and because we're up against it, I don't think it's that dissimilar from the Knicks. Hopefully, you know, Leon Rose made a few mistakes early. Okay, Kemba Walker recovered incredibly. Look at the Knicks. The Mets made a few mistakes with with some old pitchers. Going to recover, hopefully, correct and and set you guys up for A long window of winning, dude. Great job today, man. BT, team, you you're during the, the man. I told hours.
5: you guys when I first heard your show that you guys are pros, pros, and uh, you got something here. Thanks for letting me pinch hit. Thanks for letting me come join the team and help out. Sal, prayers up for you, buddy.
4: See you soon. It was a pleasure, and and, and watching you do your thing as, as, a, as a young guy who's hustling, youngish, it's uh, it's fun to see it, man. So keep having fun with that. Keith, catch him every night. Sal is back tomorrow, going down in the World Series, brother. We got Evan and Tiki coming up next. Have a great Thursday. BT and Sal on the fan.
3: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.